All right. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Finding Fresno. Today we have Mark Valeriati um, on with us, the owner of <laughs> Mark V Fit. Um, he's a, a fitness instructor and somewhat of a fitness influencer. I like to think so. How many followers do you have on Instagram now? Uh, I have about 35,000. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I saw I saw one of his most recent videos. Um, I think it had like 200, 250,000 views on it or something like that. That that was likes. It was two. It was two hundred thousand likes. Uh, we were at the grocery store. The grocery store one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was crazy. That was that was mad. It's crazy because that was like my first video that blew up out of like you know seven years of just grinding on Instagram. It was just that one video like got me all the followers and all the views. Awesome. And all. Like yeah. it, it was cool. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and kind of what Mark B Fit exactly. Yeah, so I mean, like he said, my name is Mark Valeriati. I'm born and raised in Fresno, California. I'm 23 years old and I'm a young entrepreneur trying to make it and hit that American dream, you know, um, and, but I'm doing it through fitness. You know, my goal as a kid was to get the four pillars of success, which is like health, wealth, uh, love and happiness. You know what I'm saying? That's so great. you want all four pillars. In my eyes, you want all four pillars to reach success. Because I don't want wealth without the health. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And exactly. and I don't want, you know, love without health and, and, and wealth. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. that that sucks to, you know, have like someone someone you really care for and then not be able to provide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's good you have the foundation. Yeah. So th my journey to success is through fitness and through helping others and helping um, kids grow uh, and through one of my passions which is calisthenics, calisthenics. Mm -hmm. so explain to us kind of exactly what calisthenics is because i know that a lot of people listening out there might not know what that is they might yeah. just think it's some kind of gym routine so. yeah so calisthenics has been around for like thousands of years actually uh you know like the the greek the Greek soldiers and the, the Spartans, they used to do it for their training. Um, and then it, it, as time went on, it just kind of uh, developed and evolved into like this new thing, like this new sport. The calisthenics that I do and I specialize in is called freestyle calisthenics, uh, which originated in like, you know, Muscle Beach, Venice Beach, and New York. Wow. So it's like a street workout, you know, like these guys, uh, that uh, come from low income, they don't, they can't afford a gym membership. So they're out there on the bars and they're getting pull-ups, they're doing dips, they're doing push-ups, you know. And some of these guys, you know, they went to prison and they, they learned, cal they had to do calisthenics in prison because, you know, they couldn't have weights in prison yeah. because they just knock each other over the head with the weight, you <laughs> know. <laughs> okay, you get a bar and that's it. Exactly. Know? So they had to come up with innovative and creative ways to do certain movements. Like, you know, you see a lot of the guys will do like the, the archers and the typewriters and they'll just be doing all kinds of crazy stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what it stems from and that's what calisthenics is all about. Great. Awesome. All right. So tell us your main purpose for starting this training program and how people can benefit from it. Yeah, so I mean, I have a, a mentorship that I just started. It's called Triunity Mentorship, okay. and it's for kids 12 to 18. And the mission statement of that is to strengthen the next generation through, uh, you know, uh, what is it? To strengthen the physical, 
spiritual and mental discipline of the next generation through health, wealth, and love. Yes. You know? Okay. So, yeah. So kind of putting your beliefs into other people's, like, your foundation of success. Yeah, exactly. The young yeah. generation. The next generation. And then also, you know, if anybody in this generation or, <laughs> yeah. or a generation before me needs some help, you know, we can get them help too. Yeah, you know? of course. So. Okay, cool. All right. Um, when in your journey was a turning point from doing calisthenics? Can you say it for me? Calisthenics. Calisthenics. Okay. <laughs> calisthenics for yourself to helping others. So... I was reading some of these questions and I was excited to answer this question because before I did calisthenics for a living, like mm -hmm. before this was actually like my, my main thing, um, right out of high school, I just went and did construction, you know, so I was digging trenches uh -huh. at a pool company, you know, in like uh, in the so summer cool. in Fresno. Yeah. So it's about 110 That's outside. Out there. You got <laughs> you got jeans on, long sleeve shirt, digging Ooh. trenches, you know, you got the jackhammer, you're lifting the wheelbarrow and mixing concrete yeah. and just all this stuff. So yeah. uh, I, one day, like I, I broke my ankle and I was like, okay, like I'm done doing that. Like I'm done with construction because it's just too strenuous on my body. And I knew that I needed to focus on training mm -hmm. because I just felt no matter what job I did, I knew that I had something else to offer the world. Like I, I whatever it was, I was like, calisthenics was just a part of me like it's it's literally a part of me i can't get rid of it because it's just like in my nature of who god made me to be yes. you know and like that's how intense the passion is so I, I couldn't i can't just like forget about it you know so i've gotten kicked out of my job one time at costco because i was doing handstands on the shopping carts <laughs> or i was doing like <laughs> i was doing like front levers on the racks and stuff like when i was bored and oh so God. Like, even though all the work was done, they're like, they're like, oh, it's a liability. You can't do that at work. Wow. And I'm like, hey, bro, like calisthenics is with me, you know, so it's like, <laughs> um, but the turning point basically was right. I had a 30 day period at Costco. Um, well, I thought I was going to work at Costco for a while, but it turned out to just be 30 days. You know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make the cut. Okay. And so two days after that, I was excited. I was hyped to go train because. I was six weeks out to entering a competition at Battle of the Bars. Shout out to World Calisthenics Organization. Um, I was going to compete in an eight-man tournament to uh, win $2,000 and then get flown out to Dubai to compete Whoa. against, like, the world's top athletes. And so this is in 2019. So I'm hyped. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to go train. I have all this time to train now. I don't have a job. I was like, let's go, uh, even though I was broke. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> So I go there and I'm practicing some of my moves. I didn't really warm up like a whole lot. I went right into my routine. I ended up clipping my foot on the bar and like going like this. And I, I tore my shoulder basically. So I went from being the top, like I went from being one of my highest levels I possibly could be in my sport like doing planche presses and, you know, you could probably put some videos behind yeah. us, but yeah, no, like planche press and, and like alley-oops and like all this crazy stuff to then injuring my shoulder. I couldn't even do a push-up. I couldn't even lift up a water bottle. Wow. And so that turned in, that was just like, I, I literally went outside and cried. Aww. So I, there was so much emotion that was going into that. 
and I, I'm like truly invested in this. So it like really hit me hard. And um, I told Amy in there because I was talking to Amy there for about two to three months at this time. Yeah. I thought she was going to leave me because Amy's his now yeah, current Amy. wife. By the Amy's way. my wife now. So <laughs> I thought she was going to leave me because we were already long distance. Yeah. And I just lost my job and I just lost like all my all my gains. Basically, I felt like Superman. Uh, and you just stuck like kryptonite inside of me and I lost all my powers, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, I can either, I can either just like, you know, trust in whatever it is. Cause I didn't even know God at this time either. I could just trust and, and, uh, hope that my shoulder is going to get better and, and keep do calisthenics for the rest of my life anyways, or just get some regular job and just try to make a living like that. I was like, I thought about it for a couple seconds. I was like, yeah, nah, no, that's not to do I, I'm doing calisthenics, you know? So right. well, that's your calling. That's what you were saying earlier. So. so the turning point was me injuring my shoulder during that eight month period. I went all in I on uh, my clothing brand. I like, started up my clothing brand at the time, which was RDG. Um, you know, I started up my personal training business. I started picking up more classes at the gym. You know, I signed up for unemployment. And, and then I also organized the competition. So I, I was, I just filled my schedule with all these things and I used my stepdad's computer and I would just, every day I would just wake up and just go straight to the computer and just like try and go on Canva and just think of things like, you know, and just put it down, play some music. I was like, I cannot play video games. I cannot do anything unproductive because that would just set me back. I'm like, if I need to do this full time, I need to be in the mindset that I'm already there, you know, like, and this is my routine. Right. But just putting in the work, you know, like, like that, that must have been a very, very low point for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was crazy, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine. And I think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the mental toughness that you've gone through mm -hmm. while training, yeah, like you kind of just relayed that into, well, I can't train anymore. So where can I apply that in these other portions of Exactly. So what, where would you say you're at now compared to, to then? You know? So so once my shoulder healed after, after about eight to ten months, my first competition back, I won first place at wow. my first competition. Okay. And then I also, um, like I did all those things, like, you know, organize the competition. And, you know, once my shoulder was healed, um, my unemployment was starting to run out. But it was good because I, t I started tapering in more clients and classes. So that, that injury literally bridged the gap for me to make that jump that most people are scared to make for like the finance, finance part of, you know, jumping from your job to doing what you want to do. Yeah. You know, so that was about 2019, 2020. And I found God in 2020 and then just pursued God and, and all these things. And, you know, fast forward to now you know so much has happened but right now you know i'm at i'm at a gym uh called doc's gym you know i'm training i'm personal training you know i'm doing the best i've ever been mm -hmm. doing ever so i think there's a question on there that says like the high, what's your highest point highest high and lowest this, low. this is the highest high right now okay what? Awesome. right now i'm on the highest high that's amazing. that's amazing and so it's only through god though you know yeah, what i'm saying i, I want to touch on that you know you brought that up a couple times um and you know as you know we're we're religious people as well yeah, yeah, yeah so you know what are some things that you know have kind of pushed you through you know these struggles that you kind of relate to you know finding god and and you know having religion a part of your life 
So, I mean, I wouldn't really uh, necessarily say that I'm like a religious person. I just, um, I just been reading the Bible, you know, and just trying to grow that relationship, right. you know, um, like the, the way I found God was I was trying to, you know, heal my shoulder. And I heard that there was a MMA class that was coming in. So, yeah. um, one of my mentors now, his name's coach John. He's like, you know, older dude, wise guy. It's like, you know, in those animes, you just have like the wise <laughs> yeah. old man right. and he's like the, the sensei. He's like that, bro. Like done everything in life that you can think of. Um, you know, like Olympic athlete, uh, wow. Southern hemisphere, may bare knuckle champion, uh, green beret dudes flown planes like all kinds of things you know and so i was just i'm a type of person to pick people's brains and so he does like a little meditation in the beginning of his classes before before all of this you know i was like smoking weed every day i was taking mushrooms here and there like i was trying to like open my third eye like try to do like all these crazy things i was all into the universe and everything Mm -hmm. um which, you know, after talking with, with coach and understanding what meditation actually is, you know, there's different types of meditation. You have like the Eastern culture meditation, but meditation is just a silent prayer to God. Right. You know yes. what I'm saying? So when you're there, you're, when you're meditating, like I, I'll be in the gym meditating, just doing a workout. You know, you're just pondering thoughts mm-hmm. and you're connecting to, to God and trying to tap into the source and what he's trying to tell you. Right. It's like that the inner conscience, you know, it says like the hidden man within the heart. That that's like literally who who speaks to you, this God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you could kind of distinguish between the voices of the voice of God, the voice of the devil, and and then the voice yeah, like of the yourself. Holy Spirit, yeah. Exactly. The the Holy Spirit. You know, so uh just every day of trying to read the word and, you know, just praying and and uh, uh tapping into God, going to church. Me and my wife did a ministry school last year. Uh, it was about nine months. And then we went to the Philippines after for like two weeks. And so it was like a missions trip. So, yeah. but there was like a lot of things that uh, yeah. went into that too. Lots okay. of struggles and uh, acts of faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like even even when you're running a business, you have to have faith, bro. You do. You, do. That, you have that, to have that faith. Leap, that leap that you were talking about is very different. It's a leap of faith to get through. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and what I was saying is earlier when I, I was at that turning point, I was like, wow, what should I do? What should I do? You know, I don't know. Like I was still listening to God. I just didn't know it was God right. and God was still in control, mm-hmm. but I didn't know he was in control. Mm-hmm. And at the time I believed in the universe. I didn't know that the universe, I didn't know the u- universe was in the hands of God. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and he's inherently speaking through you and, and mm-hmm. getting you to get to where you are now today exactly that's so. that's what it's all about bro awesome awesome okay well let's bring it back I, to i don't even know if i answered the question no no that's okay that's okay float that's off okay. the tongue yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were uh you know we're just flowing now, so um yeah it's bringing it back to calisthenics you mentioned a couple competitions um and i think it's very impressive how many competitions you won and competed oh, in um so what are some of like i guess your favorites um and you know most significant wins Okay, dude. So there, there's, there's a couple. So I would say the first significant win that I would say is uh, Bar Duels, um, Bar Duels 2018 in Phoenix, Arizona. We'll put some pictures. That was, yeah. That was. I wasn't even planning on competing in, in this competition, but I was training super hard. 
and my boy Kyle was going to compete. And so they asked him a week before the comp was going, hey, can you come to Phoenix and compete? And we're like broke. We're like, how are we gonna get to Phoenix? <laughs> so we ask our we ask our boss if we can leave. We were still working construction oh, okay. at this time. Okay, okay. Ask, construction yeah, okay. exactly. So so we asked our boss if we can go to Arizona and do the comp. He's like, Yeah, sure, go ahead. And then it wasn't until the night before the comp, they're like, Hey Mark, like, you know, this guy can't make it to the comp. You think you can compete? And I was like, Bro, let's go. I'm down. Like, you know, because <laughs> I love to do it. I, you know, it's like, dude, I'm down. Let's go. This is fun. And uh, that was my first, my first uh, place, uh, place that my first time placing in a competition because they're all tournaments. Right. You, you you can't just beat one person and then get first place. You know, it's like you got to beat a couple dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, work your way up. E exactly. So yeah. that was my first time getting second place in a comp. And like I got a medal, and they gave me parallettes, and I felt like the the man. You yeah. Know? Like me and my boy both placed, and I was like, uh, that was a significant time. The second time was my first time winning a first place tournament, um, and it was a sixteen man tournament. So that's like even more rounds, even longer rounds. You know. It, yeah. And now, and the cool thing about that was that was in Ecuador. So I won my I won my first awesome. I won my first uh first place finish in a 16 man tournament in Ecuador. And that was like a couple of days before I was flying back. Um so that's probably the next one. And then the third one, I'd say, because I have national calisthenics next champion in my in my bio on Instagram. That came from um I when I started organizing competitions. I organized Playground Wars one, then I I did Playground Wars two. Playground Wars 2, I wanted to do something that no one else has done before. I wanted to organize a, comp a freestyle competition, get a bunch of sponsors. Um, so I wanted to organize it. I wanted to sponsor it. I wanted to compete in it and um, and see what happens. Yeah. but That's a, that's a lot of work you get put into it. It's huh? a lot of work. So that was a 16-man tournament and an eight-women tournament. Um, and... All, we had 16, 16 dudes, and it was a, it was a four different weight classes: lightweight, feather, it was featherweight, lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. I was in the middleweight category, and so there was four people in each category. And all of these people, you had you had uh, Ecuador in there, you had Mexico, Canada, uh, Miami, uh, New York, L.A., San Francisco, uh, Tennessee. All of these, wow. all of the, everybody was in that competition. All the, top, the top calisthenics athletes from each of these. At, at least right? on this side of, of the of the earth, yeah. like not no one overseas was there, right. but um, like you had a lot of top athletes in there, and I ended up winning first place. Wow. I because I, I made a belt. I was like, whoever wins this, bro, you like they're gonna get a belt. And they're going to get this and they're going to get that. And then, you know, I kind of just put everything together. I, I had the top three judges in the world. Like, like two of the judges were uh, world champions. And the, uh, the third judge was just like a very high, it was my boy Kyle, but he's like a very well-known um, individual, high-level uh, dynamic uh, athlete. Nice. And so I ended up, I ended up winning first place wow. and, and getting the belt, and like that was just an it's insane. your own tournament that you hosted and, and sponsored. And, and sponsored, wow, and, yeah, that's yeah. really impressive. Like I, I put the whole tournament together, battled everybody, you know, <laughs> and, and took home that belt. I ended up, I ended up winning.
That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, so uh, where in your career were each of these wins? Because that first one, that was was that the first time you ever competed in a, in a tournament? Yeah, that's when you said you just placed, right? When yeah, you were doing the, the one in 2018, right? Is that what you said? That wasn't the first time I competed in a tournament. Okay. I've actually done at least five competitions before that before one. Before that, but that was very early on, and that's why it was so significant. Right? Yeah, because yeah. I started calisthenics in 2016. This comp was 2018, so I've been doing okay. it for two years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and then the most recent one, um, the host, the tournament you hosted, when was that? That was 2019. 2019. Okay, so not much time. After. So it went, it went 20 2018. Oh wait, no, no, that was 2020. 2020. Okay. So so uh, Arizona was um 2018. Okay. Bar duels. And then the second one where I won in Ecuador, that was 2019. Gotcha. And then the the other one where I won the whole thing, that was uh that was 2020. Wow. Okay. So yeah. just kind of leading up. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. It's just it's just a, a level up. Level you know, up. The whole way. Yeah. yeah. So uh, bringing it back to your business uh, yeah. from Mark Fit. I see a lot on your website, the testimonials of people losing lots of weight, getting healthy. Mm -hmm. um, how, did, how does that look for them? How do you train them to do that, to get to that level? So when someone comes to me on Marky Fit, um, basically, you know, I, I just, I'm like, okay, like, where are you at right now? And what are your goals? Right. Mm -hmm. So whatever the person tells me where they're at right now and what their goals are, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll have them come in. If they're in town, I'll have them come in. And your first session's free, by the way. You know, the, the, mm -hmm. everybody always gets like a free trial just to try it out, you know, get a sense of like how I am as a coach, you know, get to check out the gym a little bit, you know, and just see what's up. Make yeah. sure it works for them. Yeah, yeah. make sure it's it's fitting for them and like, you know, because I mean, you never know what you're getting yourself into these days. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll do that. We'll do that trial session. I'll, I'll test out their strength, see where they're at physically, mm -hmm. um, see where they're, we'll weigh them in, we'll see where they're at. And then from there, you know, they decide, hey, I want to work with you once, twice, three times a week, however many times a week. Mm -hmm. um, and then I form, I make them an online workout program on my own app. Uh -huh. So on there, there's videos of uh, exercises that it's a custom workout program for them, you know, for their strength, their goals and the equipment that they have access to. Mm -hmm. So like if they're at home, they're like, hey, Mark, I don't have a gym membership. I'll either recommend them, hey, bro, you know, there's a Planet Fitness for $10 a month down the street. Go hit that up, you know, or I'll say, okay, you just stick at home. All right, this, these are the exercises you're going to do at home. Mm -hmm. Usually okay. I'll try to get them to go to the gym just because it's a better place to be around in an environment where you're working out. There's more tools too. There. Exactly. So I'll, I'll, I'll hook them up with a workout program that they can do every single day. Mm -hmm. And then no matter what, like if they want, if they meet me once a week, We'll do that once a week check-in, you know, we'll, we'll weigh them in, we'll see mm -hmm. where their strength is at, you know, uh, I'll be like, okay, how's the nutrition coming along, yeah. you know, how's the macros, you know, That's awesome. and then I'll set them up with a nutrition plan, you great, know, so great. we'll dial in the macros, the carbs, the fats, the proteins, and the mm -hmm. calories. So kind of teach them about, it's not only about just working out, it's about also what you're feeling your body in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like you can't outwork a bad diet mm -hmm. unless you're running five miles a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're doing a lot of working out. Okay, great. Exactly. <laughs>
Okay, so now we're gonna talk a little bit more about Fresno. Um, so your business resides in in Clovis, right? Yeah. Fresno County. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us, what do you love about Fresno? Why are you here? And you've competed all these other places in the world. What brings you back over here? The fact that the Fre- the reason I love Fresno is number one, the people that I've met here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a pretty a great calisthenics community here that you know I stumbled upon. Um, another reason is you know there's not that much traffic here as like in LA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> it's it's pretty cheap. It's not that expensive here compared to LA or San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You lived in LA for a little bit, right? No. 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 I just traveled there like a All bunch of times. Yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife actually has has a house down there. Okay. So cool. That's where her mom lived. Um, and then, you know, another thing I love about Fresno is that it's right in the middle of everything. Yeah. It's three hours away from San Fran, three hours away from SAC, three hours away from uh, LA, mm-hmm. two and a half hours away from Yosemite, and it's two hours away from the coast, from uh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah, you can hit all the So it's cool. like you have everything at your disposal. Right. Uh, you know, you get all the benefits without having to pay like all this money out of pocket. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Really? Even though it is still California, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's a little bit of the downside. I, don't, I love California. Though, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Cali too, bro, you know, so <laughs> the, the, the weather's great. I mean, Fresno is a little hot, but you know, it's crazy is when I went to Ecuador, um, I did, you, you don't really think like that you have a Californian accent or, you know, a surfer dude type accent yeah. <laughs> until you go to Ecuador and everybody's speaking Spanish. And I'm like, Bro, I feel like such a surfer dude right now. You know? They could just tell that away, huh? Well, like I, I just feel, I just felt it so much more like uh, distinct in my voice. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was like, dude, I have such, I'm such a Cali boy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, what what are some things outside of calisthenics, I guess, and and work doing your business um, that you do? Like, tell us a little bit about maybe your personal life. Hobbies. hobbies things like that mm-hmm. so i mean like I, I was reading this question too and i was like dude this this is literally it this is my life you know like <laughs> yeah. like i'm <laughs> the calisthenics is my life you know mm-hmm. outside of like calisthenics or training people or doing any of these things um you know you can catch me at church or you what, know what church you go to i go to the resort resort okay it's nice. on ashland and uh chestnut ashland and chestnut. okay so uh you catch me at, at church or um or i'll be at my apartment petting my dog <laughs> eating or, or i'll be at starbucks starbucks all right that's time. that comes yeah. into our another question what are some <laughs> of your favorite restaurants okay. starbucks <laughs> let's try to stick with maybe some local yeah. Okay. So favorite restaurants? Yeah, yeah. Favorite restaurants. Okay. So local, I would say Campania's is definitely one that you need to go check out. Mm-hmm. You need to go check out uh, Roma's Street Cuisine, uh, Luigi's Italian uh, food Ooh. truck, and you need to go to Q Masters Barbecue. That's my boy Phil. Okay. Wow. Phil on the grill. I actually haven't heard of these places yeah, before, and now I want to try them. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. like three of them are my family members. Well, plug them. Hey, that's fine too. That's yeah, fine. yeah. That's great. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, what are some exciting things or goals you have in store for your fitness brand and you know your training 
and things like that for marquee fit. Dude, so in about two weeks, we're going to get some brand new Kangaroo Pro Bars right outside, right here. Um, and I'm very excited for this because, like, for years, I've been wanting a rig from these guys because it's so it's pretty expensive to get these bars like they're a lot more than you would pay for regular bars but they're like professional grade bars you know you can adjust them up and down and you know it's just it, these are the bars that all the pros you know want right yeah. and so you know this is the first time where i'm like oh i'm investing into this to you know put some bars back here and shout out to doc you know for letting me put them back here and you know use his gym as like a hub for this um so that's something that's very exciting and another thing that's very exciting is i'm about to go to san diego for a uh i'm gonna go to sd for another certification it's called dbc fit okay and so these guys they uh the head owner is his name's david alexander and he's trained lebron james kobe bryant mj Whoa. um uh, Dwayne Wade like he trains like all these basketball players like all these high level athletes mm -hmm. so he's he made this um certification to teach people you know more about like the stability and like how professional athletes train how to get a client assess the client test them mm -hmm. and and see how you can like perfectly make their program you know uh -huh. meet their goals and meet their goals yeah. you know and you know, I'm super hyped to go see that. They have they have like another thing too, where and it, you go to level one first, and then you go to level two. So I'm gonna go do level one. Okay. Level two, they teach you how to do like a, a 52. Um, they teach you how to do a 52 different measurements uh, assessment on the body for like mobility. So like you get the whole entire body, like 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 how far your elbow can bend, how far your knees can bend, your ankle mobility, like literally every single aspect of your body, yeah. they will do an assessment on you and see where you're wow. at. And it's, so it's I'm a like, lot more technical at that point. It, exactly. Yeah. So you're I'm trying like, to improve every single part of like muscle, any type of part of your ligaments. body. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crazy. Wow. So like, I want that knowledge, you know, like, you, you can't go wrong investing in your own education. That's 100%. I always, I always tell people that they, I have a lot of people being in real estate. They yeah. come to me and they're like, I have X amount of money. Like, what should I invest in? Should I buy a house? Should I look into stocks, et cetera? I'm like, the first thing you should look into investing in is yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you can learn a skill that is a high income earning skill or yeah. any of those things, it, whether it's, you know, um, with fitness or, or making money, it's like investing in yourself should always be exactly mm -hmm. dude so. and it's something no one can take away from you right it's true. you can throw me in a in a in the pit you know with nothing i still have my knowledge i don't know if you saw this but I, i'm watching this series right now it's called undercover billionaire where they get grant oh, cardone I've, I've seen, yeah. I've seen. they get grant cardone and they send him to a, a town called pueblo yeah. in colorado which is like the yeah. smallest town bro and they're like okay you can't use your name and you can't use any of your credit cards you you have to get a haircut. You have to change. You only get a hundred dollars, a phone, and a car, and you have to build a, a million dollar business in ninety days. Well, and he bet a million dollars, right? He put up a million dollars of his own money. So I don't know if he did that. I, but, I thought that's what I remember. Dude, seeing, but, I'm watching this, and I'm, I'm like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. You he know? did it, though. Yeah. He did it, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. He, so you know, no, nah, but yeah, he in in that he's like he's like, dude, he's like, you could take away the money. 
He's like, you could take away the jet, you could take away the Rolls Royce, you could take away all these things, you know, but you can't take away my education. You can't take away uh, the most valuable asset, which is this right yeah. here, mm -hmm. you know, and he was just like finessing and like just playing the game and everything and yeah. doing business. I was like, dude, that's sick. Yeah. yeah. So that's invest awesome. in your knowledge, invest yeah. in yourself. That's always, always number one. All awesome. right. Yeah. We got one more question. Okay. Mm. When your life is over, how do you want to be remembered? So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would like to be remembered as like someone who was very passionate, you know, mm -hmm. or very, very passionate about helping, you know, other people or especially like the youth. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm called to the youth. You know, that's just, I mean, at least right now. Bringing you know, up the next generation. E exactly. You know, mm -hmm. like mentorship, youth. Um, bring up the next generation. Like I want to be remembered as that dude who's just like on a crazy another level with fitness, on a crazy another level with like, you know, in terms of like having a relationship with God mm -hmm. and just like, you know, super generous person, a man of his word, like things like this. Like yeah. I like to be remembered as someone like that, you mm -hmm. know? Um, well, that's definitely yeah. how we see you already. So yeah. you're, you're on the way there for sure. Well, I appreciate you know, that, bro. De definitely, yeah. and, and thank you so much for you know coming on on our show. You know, yeah. this is a huge, huge plus for you're us. Great. Thanks yeah. for having me, dude. I, I love <laughs> this stuff, dude. Yeah. So, so uh, thanks everyone for watching too. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Um, this episode should be coming out on Thursday, and we should have an episode coming out every single Thursday following. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you guys go follow Mark on Instagram go and the lip Mark. Uh, tell tell them your all your socials and everything. Yeah, go ahead. So you can follow me at mark.valeriotti, V-A-L-E-R-I-O-T-E. They'll probably plug it down yeah, there. Yeah, we'll make sure all yeah. links are in the description mm -hmm. and all that. So. And from my Instagram, you can find everything else. I mean, if you want to call me personally, it's 559-470-7356. Give me a call. Give me a text. If you need help, um, you can hit me directly there, and you know we'll get straight to it. So. Yeah, Mark's a great guy. Thank you again. Yeah. And if you guys know any more local businesses that you want to see on the Finding Fresno show, uh, make sure you let us know. DM mm -hmm. us, text me, call me. My number is in all of my social medias. So. Yes. And, and he is located, you're located? On Villa and Herndon mm -hmm. and Clovis, California. Clovis and California. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right. Thank you. You, had, thank you guys had an icebreaker question, didn't you? Did we ask it? No, we didn't ask no, it. No, we didn't. Oh my god. We can ask it now. <laughs> I was messing up on the I'm like, I'm curious about it, bro. It was it was supposed to be right after the intro, but uh, go was, ahead. If you could snap your fingers and live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Can I say heaven? Yeah, I, <laughs> like, in the heaven. world, but, yeah, but yeah. I mean anybody would want to live in heaven. Okay, right? so in, in the world, in the world on earth. If I could snap my fingers anywhere and live on earth yeah. anywhere. Man, let's see. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I like where I live. Fresno? Yeah. Fresno's where you choose? I, I like where or I Columbus, live. Columbus, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, what I can I take, like, Everything my here? people? Yeah. You can take your people, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you, you you could, you have enough. Okay, so if I have a community wherever I go? Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, I would, I would definitely probably go somewhere, like, Probably Venice Beach, dude. Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Or or like Malibu or Malibu's really. Or or like uh, Calabasas or. Stay uh, in California for sure, though, right? 
Yeah. yeah. I, I like a mountains and beach. Mountains yeah. and beach. Yeah. Like, like some people are like, oh, beach or mountains. I'm like, well, why don't we just have both? Like, right. you know, it's like, that's the best thing right there. I always think of the same thing because I'm always like, like, oh, well, Florida would be great because they have all the beaches. I'm like, there's no mountains. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you Ooh, go to like Miami, bro. Miami, Miami, yeah, Miami's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've 